0: Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Genesis, chapter 20. Now Abraham moved on from there into the region of the Negev and lived between Kadesh and Shur. For a while he stayed also in Gerar. And there Abraham said of his wife Sarah, She is my sister. Then Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent for Sarah and took her. But God came to Abimelech in a dream one night and said to him, "'You are as good as dead because of the woman you have taken. She's a married woman.' Now Abimelech had not gone near her. So he said, "'Lord, will you destroy an innocent nation?' Did he not say to me, "'She is my sister,' and didn't she also say, "'He is my brother?' I have done this with a clear conscience and clean hands. Then God said to him in a dream, Yes, I know you did this with a clear conscience, and so I have kept you from sinning against me. That's why I did not let you touch her. Now return the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you and you will live. But if you do not return her, you may be sure that you and all who belong to you will die." Early the next morning, Abimelech summoned all of his officials, and when he told them all that had happened, they were very much afraid. Then Abimelech called Abraham in and said, What have you done to us? How have I wronged you that you have brought such great guilt upon me and my kingdom? You have done things to me that should never be done. And Abimelech asked Abraham, What was your reason for doing this? Abraham replied, I said to myself, Surely there is no fear of God in this place, and they will kill me because of my wife. Besides, she really is my sister, the daughter of my father, though not of my mother, and she became my wife. And when God had me wander from my father's household, I said to her, This is how you can show your love to me. Everywhere we go, say of me, He is my brother. Then Abimelech brought sheep and cattle. And male and female slaves, and gave them to Abraham. And he returned Sarah his wife to him. And Abimelech said, My land is before you, live wherever you like. To Sarah he said, I am giving your brother a thousand shekels of silver. This is to cover the offence against you before all who are with you. You are completely vindicated. Then Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech, his wife, And his female slaves so they could have children again. For the Lord had kept all the women in Abimelech's household from conceiving because of Abraham's wife Sarah. Now, this is a kind of a convoluted tale according to Western standards. Apparently, Abraham and Sarah came into the territory of this Abimelech, and Abimelech saw that Sarah was a good looking woman. Abimelech did not realize that Sarah was Abraham's wife because he was putting her forward as his sister. So Abimelech says, hey, great, I'll just add her to my harem. And then God intervened. Genesis 20, verse 3, God came to Abimelech in a dream. Now, this is fascinating for a lot of reasons. This Abimelech was not Jewish. He was not a worshiper of the one true God. And yet, the one true God came to him in a dream. Friends, The Lord visiting people in their dreams is very, very common in the scriptures. I believe it happens to this day, both saved and unsaved. Both a Jew and Gentile receive visitations from Almighty God. And so just like this Abimelech had a genuine visitation from God in a dream, later Solomon has two visitations from God in a dream, and the Bible refers to those as real visits from God. And so this prophetic dream occurred, and God appeared to Abimelech, and he said to him, you're as good as dead because of the woman you've taken. She's a married woman. Now, Abimelech had not gone near her, the scripture says, so it makes it clear they had not been sexually intimate. And this Abimelech is arguing with the Lord. He says, didn't she um, come to me under a ruse? Didn't Abraham say, she's my sister? And she said, yeah, he's my brother. I did this with a clean conscience. In verse 6, God said to him in the dream, Yes, I know you did all of this with a clear conscience, so I've kept you from sinning against me. So he has this interactive dream with Almighty God. God speaks, Abimelech responds, and then God speaks back again and says, I understand you didn't know what she was, you didn't know she was the man's wife, but I'm calling your hand on it now. Verse 7, now return the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you and you will live. But if you do not return her, you may be sure that you and all who belong to you will die. And so this is a very fearsome encounter that Abimelech has in the night with the one true God, with Yahweh, with El Shaddai, the Almighty. And he warns him. He says, this Abraham is under my protection. His wife is under my protection. I've kept you from sinning against me and from against Abraham, and the way that he kept him from sinning against him was somehow he kept them from having sexual intimacy. We don't know what that entailed. But verse 7 says, return the man's wife, for he's a prophet. This is the first mention of Abraham as a prophet, and in calling him a prophet in Genesis chapter 20, verse 7, he is elevated somewhat in Jewish mysticism, his, his understandings of things, his reference Couldn't have been much higher according to his faith and his his role as the ancestor of the Jews. But not only is he the founding father of Judaism and founding father of the faith, according to the New Testament, he is also a prophet according to Almighty God. God declared him a prophet to Abimelech. And so, indeed, he was a prophet. And God said, he'll pray for you and you'll live. So the prayers of Abraham, he was able to intercede. Remember, previously, he interceded on behalf of Sodom, trying to get the Lord to spare the city for 50, then for 45, and so forth, down to 10 people. He stood as an intercessor. And once again, God tells Abimelech, this man Abraham can intercede for you. And then Abimelech calls Abraham in. He says, what have you done to me? You know, how did I wrong you? This God of yours has come to me and told me what's going on. And Abraham in verse 11 replied, I said to myself, there is surely no fear of God in this place and they will kill me because of my wife. Besides, she really is my sister, the daughter of my father, not of my mother. And she became my wife. And so we have this really confusing tale. Now, let me try to unpack this a little bit. So friends, this chapter presents a confusing situation where Abraham says that Sarah is his sister. And I want to remind you that some time ago when I started in Genesis, I told you that the Jewish understanding of descendants is a little different than our current understanding in the United States or in the West. And so according to the Jewish reckoning, if you are the descendant of someone, you are their son or daughter, no matter how many generations you are descended. In other words, a first-generation son is not different in the way that they express it than a grandson or a great-grandson or a great-great-grandson. Same thing with a a daughter, a granddaughter, a great-great-granddaughter. And so in the case of Abraham, Abraham's father was Terah. Terah had other descendants besides Abraham, and through one of these other descendants, Sarah was born. We don't know specifically, it's a little fuzzy, whether Sarah was the niece of Abraham or Abraham was her great-uncle or perhaps even her great-great-uncle. But Abraham and Sarah were both related and descended from Terah. In that respect, they were brothers and sisters. Abraham was a son of Terah. Sarah was a daughter of Terah. So Abraham was a son of Terah. Sarah was a daughter or slash descendant of Tara. In that respect, they were brother and sister, not first generation brother and sister, but brother and sister by virtue of the fact they were both descended from the same source, in this case, Tara. And so don't let it be confusing for you, but in their culture, she really was called his sister, Uh, even though she may have been his niece, as I said, or, or grandniece or some other relative as descended from Terah. I hope that helps to clear that up. And then the Lord told Abimelech, if you get Abraham to pray for you, um, you'll live, and your wife and your female slaves and so forth will live. So in verse 17, Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech, his wife and his female slaves, so they could have children again. So somehow the Lord had intervened, whether through uh, infertility or impotence or both, And there was no babies being had among Abimelech's wife and uh, slaves and so forth. The God of heaven had rendered them either incapable of having children or Abimelech incapable of fathering children. But because of Abraham's prayer and because of God's favor on Abraham and Abraham's life, Abraham was able to intercede for Abimelech, and the Lord lifted this curse. Now, friends, you and I are in a position of favor with the Lord because of our relationship with Jesus. Just like Abraham had a position with God where he could pray for other people, you and I have been given a position with the Almighty where we can intercede for those who don't have a relationship with God. And so today, let the Lord bring those to your mind that don't have a relationship with Him and pray for them. What should you pray? Well, first and foremost, that they would come to know the Lord Jesus Christ, that they would have a saving relationship with Jesus. But beyond that, that they would be healed physically, mentally, spiritually, that they would walk in the fullness of what God has for them, and that they would fulfill God's purposes for their lives. And I just want to pray into that today. Lord, remind us of Abraham's position as intercessor. Let each of us as believers intercede for those who are lost and intercede for those who are in trouble. Lord, we do pray for our friends and family that don't know you. Reveal yourself to them and soften their hearts. In Jesus' name. You can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.